Welcome back to Archives of Abella Daily, the only podcast sending a military on parade. Today is May 1st, equal to Taro's 12th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. The 21st century BC marked the beginning of the Middle Minoan civilization in Crete. Bronze Age metallurgy and the potter's wheel are introduced, as are the Cretan hieroglyphs. In the magical world of Fabella, one of the most powerful nations in the history came into their own. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Taros 12th, 1972 FY, Fabella Year, equal to 2029 BC. Earth year. It's the age of dynasties in Fabella. A group of people calling themselves the Camelothes have just won a decisive victory in Euplar over the elves of Alfheim to lay claim to a region in the northwestern section of the eastern continent, approximately where France would be if we were looking at a map of Earth. King Avalus, the heroic centaur commander of the Camelots, is a born leader. Winning their war against Alfheim is the first major taste of victory for the Cameloth people. Much of the continent of Euplar in this period has been sectioned off by the harpies and divided amongst different people races of Fabella. There's a nation of only dwarves, fauns, minotaurs, etc. The Camelothes were a motley group of people who rebelled against this division. They were a group comprised of all people, and King Avalus ascended to become their first leader. King Avalus set his sights on capturing the large island that lay north of the Euplar continent. The Camelot people had to travel back to their homeland, pulling all their supplies on wagons and carts. King Avalus planned on having his military lead the float across the ocean to the island. This was planned as a celebration for the Camelot people to see their military heroically claim their new land. Their purpose was not only to show off their grand military might, but also to maybe get some new recruits in the process. 
the epic journey named the Great Migration would go across Fabella's equivalent to the English Channel. The Camelot military excelled at a lot of things, but they weren't a navy. Soldiers with their air force attempted to get King Avalis to agree to transporting people and supplies over the channel using chariots pulled by winged mounts like pegasuses and griffins. The process of shipping everything by air would take far longer than King Avalis wanted. He wished to make this a spectacle and would not budge on the issue. On Taros 12th, after extensive preparations, the convoy departed the shore. The soldiers, led by King Avalis, were celebrated like heroes as they set off across the rough waters. People came out in droves to see their military cruise across the water. There were bands and banquets the night before. But as they travel further into the rough waters, the festive atmosphere evaporated and the choppy ocean got worse. A fierce thunderstorm swept over them, making it impossible for rescue to be available by air support. Huge waves crashed over the convoy. The first ship sank within an hour of setting off from shore. There were calls for them to turn back, but King Avalis was too concerned about how it would look for him to retreat. He commanded his sailors to push on, vowing not to be pushed back by God's wrath. In the end, only 200 soldiers survived to make it to the opposite shore by using magic to keep themselves afloat. King Avalis was not one of them. He sank along with most of his young navy. The charge of ruling the fledging nation then passed to King Avalis's oldest son, Prince Camus. Camus shipped the rest of the supplies by air, as was suggested previously, until the waters calmed down and the people could construct better boats to get villagers across. Camus renamed his people after his dearly departed father, calling them the Avalon Empire. The island they set as their new home became Avalon, their capital at the site of their new settlement was then announced as Camelot. The Avalonian Empire bounced back from their humble and rough beginnings. King Avalis's death became but a footnote in his legacy as a founding father. As for Camelot, it too found its place in legend in more ways than one. That's going to do it for us today. Tune in tomorrow for the story behind the Loch Ness Monster. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley with music by Garrett Ferris and audio blocks. Books are available on Amazon in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.